0: Mind to seek mind, can't use self to seek self because see the mind identified as something will now seek itself and it will always seek itself as that which it's identified as. Yeah, so that first little mini step is the precursor to all the other steps being. Uh, shadowed or influenced by this first-seeming step. Yeah. So the mind being identified as something, seeking the mind, will never work. The Buddha being identified as, let's say, Steve or Leif. Do you have a suit That That Buddha, identified as Steve, will never find the Buddha because it will be the Buddha looking for the Buddha. And he says, you can do that forever and nothing's going to happen. Yeah? But the feeling when the looking for the Buddha as Buddha is occurring, it will be a feeling like it's Steve that's looking for the Buddha. And then the looking for the Buddha makes total sense. Because Steve needs to find the Buddha. Yeah? Because Steve ain't enough. Steve's a little screwed up. Steve's this. Steve's that. da 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 And those, in the, the logic of the mind are more than enough information to propel a seeking, to get some relief for this thief, instead of the, the relief that has no process of any relief, which is, the, is recognizing you're not that. Yeah? Because it's not about getting relief for that, it's about realizing you're not that which wants relief then it's negated, the whole thing. Yeah? It doesn't negate, it doesn't take years and hours and days to, to uh, trigger that negation. It doesn't trigger at all. The negation is not even a triggering. It's just the way it is. Yeah? And what was seemingly blocking it from being obvious was an activity or is imaginary. So it has. there is really no negation at all except for that which needs to be negated, and that which needs to be negated isn't real. So there is need, there's not even a need for negation, in a sense. Because if the problem is seen from the solution, from the solution it isn't a problem. It's an activity. So there's no need for a solution. as soon As soon as it's recognized... Not from... When you recognize you're not the problem, that's the solution. And then you are the solution. Identified as the problem, basically. And the identification as a problem can only be seemingly so. It can only appear to be so in this little dreamscape that one of its main flows is time. So time means time gives what's not so the possibility to be seen to be so yeah so in timelessness what's not so is not so infinitely foreverish yeah but in in time what's not so can seem to be so for a little bit of time maybe 80 years 90 years 20 years 40 years yeah it's it's like one breath in time it's it has to breathe out It's because of the dualistic expression. It can hold its breath and make it so. It can seem to make it so, and then suddenly... Now, that may seemingly be produced by 40 years of doing something, or by 40 years of doing nothing, but there's going to be an exhale of that seemingly so and when the exhale of the seemingly so happens, it's obvious it never fucking happens. It isn't like a... It's not like the next extreme realization. It, it's a package deal. When you see something is not so, the hint is it's never been so. It's not like, oh, it, suddenly I coerced it finally to be not so. You know what I mean? That would make you so, in a sense, yeah? It's not that. It's a seeing. It's a seeing that it's not so. Yeah. And when that scene is entertained and it downloads, it comes with the package that it has never been so and it will never be so. Yeah, it's like it's a carpet, it's like a complete carpet bombing of the mental landscape. <laughs> Everything gets erased. The possibility it once was, possibility it will be, the possibility it is. And then there's no craters or nothing. It was like an imaginary carpet bombing of an imaginary landscape. Yeah. That's, the, that's the solution. The solution is what's looking right now is what we're looking for. This is, the, this is the solution, like it or not, it does you know some people don't but some people want much rather find a solution than be a, the solution. Because it's, it's like you can write an incredible book. On finding a solution to being the solution, the book story is writing itself right now, and it may not seem like you're like there's any one singular star in the story. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not. It's not like it's not like one of those launching pads for a, a new actor. There's nothing. It's like an epic type event. You know what I mean? You're very very minor in the chorus that's going on. (laughs) So fuck, the mental state doesn't want anything to do with that. It'd rather find what it is than be what it is. Because in finding what it is, it will constantly keep on believing it is what it's not. And it will keep, and it will feed wanting to be what it is to reinforce the sense of being what it's not. Like, this is what they've all said. They're all saying the same thing. Yeah? Until you are free of the drug of self identification. And like in recovery, you know, there's the addiction to drinking and drugs, let's say. And then there's addiction to food, and then addiction for no food, you know, like uh, bulimia or whatever, anorexia. There's addictions, addictions, addictions. But what's the mother and father of all addictions? This one, the drug of self identification. This is what makes the mental state swoon it's just in love with itself what it's making or like in Buddhism they call it the the cherishing of self it's a really nice word because it's like sort of a cherishing the thing may bite you over and over again but you still pet it very 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 lovely oh I hope you're going to get better I know you have it in you You know, I think you're really a good person. You know what I mean? And we'll keep on... The rehab will go for 90 years. And there'll be no change, no real real radical shift. You'll just believe that it may possibly... I think I'm... You know, when I was a drug addict, I tell you, you know, you wanted... It was so an important thing. So one time we cops what we thought was opium at this three-day metal rock in Oakland Stadium. We drove back to San Francisco and we, we started cooking it up and then uh, we shot it up, yeah? And we were sitting there saying, oh yeah, I think I'm feeling it. I think it's coming on. My friend, yeah, yeah, I got a feeling too. And then one of our girlfriends walked in and it says, she smells, it, says, it smells like, it smells like incense in here. <laughs> so we figured it was incense and we still shot it again. <laughs> That's like the drug of self-identification. That's how, it will go that far. You're trying to, we're ta- it's, isn't it trying to talk you into it all day? And then someone comes in, maybe you fall into this meeting, and someone says, hey, bro, it stinks. <laughs> and, and you knew it stinks, but you didn't want to know it stinks. You know, you know, you don't want to know what you know, which is it stinks. <laughs> I mean, I can't sell it on 7th Avenue like Nick <laughs> I You know what I mean? It's fucking old and frayed, and, you know, it's sort of embarrassing, really. <laughs> so, this This sense. So let's say, all right, so we enter a spiritual path. That's sort of an affirming thing, but with a subtle denial. So there's a denial of what we are by affirming the truth. And affirming affirming enlightenment, affirming the possibility of being clear and awake and stuff like that. There's a lot of affirmation in that because those are the carrots that keep you going, yeah? but there is a subtle negation of your actual reality in the affirmation of it as a topic or as a as an object that you want to arrive at or as a goal or as a place, like the void. It sounds like it's near, you know, porta Madera. The void, a new mall, the void. The void is inherently empty of every emptiness, you know. But when we entertain it in the thought system, it sounds like a place, a thing, doesn't it? The void. It's like the new club. You know, the void. Be seen or not seen at the void. You know what I mean? It does, doesn't it? It feels like that's how it feels like. So now, all right, I want to get to the void. How oh, far out? So, there's not very. There's not many good current maps. So you go to the two thousand year old traditional current old maps. All right, do this, do that, and there you go. You're on your way. But all the while, there's a subtle denial that you are what you're looking for. Yeah? That, little, you, that, that little trip is constantly there in all the next steps. You're always tripping over these like, very cryptic little statements from the past. Hey, you are what you're looking for. Fuck. You know? <laughs> that would, you know, if you're driving, let's say you're driving to a retreat which you paid a lot of money for, and you've invested a lot of time in thinking about how wonderful it's going to be, and suddenly you are listening to some channel, you know, music channel, and suddenly there's a public announcement breaks in. You know? Public announcement. You are what you're looking for. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ, turn the channel. I fucking paid 1,500 bucks for this retreat. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear the seeker is the sort. It would sort of invalidate all the treasure I'm finding as a self from this giant gold mine of spirituality. It would invalidate the new, better one I'm on building. Like that, wouldn't it? You, you don't want to hear those public announcements because it would sort of ruin the storyline. And you've got investment in it. You bought new yoga outfits. You got a nice haircut. It looks shaggy on Kemp, but it took about $400 to produce that look. You got a lot of layers going on, you know, like you just do something on, but you worked on it very, very deeply. You got like $800 sandals, you know, easy on and off. like constantly resanitizing itself every day. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of investment in it. I mean, it's sort of like you, would like, you would think that if you ran into yourself, you would freely give yourself over, but you've got a, a lot of accounts, you know, a lot of interest. So this, this, the other way, which is a no way, is more about the negating of the pseudo-subject the object that's taking itself to be the subject, just asking questions. So Ramana Hashi supposedly sat in a lot of silence. Then he had a he had a hit that hey, no one's getting it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm here to serve. So okay, he brought out an old tried and true thing from the Vedas which was self-inquiry. And he said, if you're gonna if, if that, that habit of seeking is so strong, this is the only way that that seeking, that energy can be used against itself. Mm -hmm. Is to ask, who is it that's seeking? Who is it that's disturbed? Who is it that's worrying about next week? Taking all the attention off of next week, all the uh, attention off the disturbed, but putting the attention on who is it. Because he knew damn well that everything that's happening here leads back to the only reality, and that's us. We are the reality. So if you could question that which is assuming to have the qualities of reality, but as an object, it would easily collapse its whole storyline by a little bit of turning its own attention on itself, because the attention it thinks it's having and putting on everything else is just attention, it's not its. So when you turn its little seeming like a slave onto the master, there seemed to be no master. The attention will clearly, quickly, there'll be a realization, I'm not that. And it won't be in words, it won't be a new mantra to say I'm not that. There'll be a sense of your original face, like Zen, which isn't a face. Yeah? It's no thing, it's verb, it's verbing, it's not a noun. That's why we have difficulty picking up, because we keep looking for a thing, like a supreme thing or divine thing, but it's not a thing at all. It's seeing. Yeah, it's awareness, not coming from one point or one center, but like an incredible field of awareness with no locale. There's not more awareness over here and less awareness. There's not like hot and cold spots. You know, yeah. it's just a pure blanket, spacious presence, awareness, emptiness, beingness, whatever. Yeah, the beingness issues forth from this, and that's the manifestation. So, like they say in, uh, in physics. All there is is energy. And in Buddhism, they talk about mind. The essence of mind is empty. The nature of mind is reflective. And then its manifestation is energy, which is what's happening. here. So mind is dreaming, in a sense. So the Course has a beautiful statement that really, really, it's sort of like giving X lax to that spiritual fucking constipation, you know? Your, spake the, your spiritual spate of <laughs> and finally loosen up. Where it says, hey, you and I are the dreamer of the dream. They say dreamer, I don't like the nouns, so dreaming. You and I are the dreaming of the dream, and we're going to dream ourselves out of the dream. And as we do, the dream will get happier. What a beautiful statement for the story of what is that's cast into time and space. So for me, I call it traveling lighter. Yeah. So the traveling lighter will stabilize, and instead of having the old normal normal line there of irritable, restless, and discontent, either acute or sort of muted, but it's always there. There's an agitation that produces all the seeking. Yeah. Instead of that, then there's a certain Ease and comfort becomes a new baseline, which allows, it doesn't change the geography of the action figure's destiny, but it will allow you to travel lighter over whatever's in store. And that's the dream getting happier. And so this event is an aspect of the dream getting happier. This event is not the truth. It's an activity of the truth in the dream. And when we're talking about this, I want to get this clear because a lot of people have brought it up to my attention that if they're like working in the back of a talk and they're uh, watching the door and a lot of people always come up to them and say, man, it's going over my head. Everything this guy fucking says goes over my head. And then I finally, I told the guy, well, that's where it's directed. (laughs) See? In the self-centeredness, the person, the you, thinks I'm talking about mind to you, but I'm talking to mind about a you. Yeah, And I know the first movement of the mental state is to claim, and it's pretty quick. So you can throw a hundred-mile fastball and it'll catch it, but if you throw about a hundred hundred-mile fastballs almost at the same time, one or two are going to get through. Yeah? And then it's going to hit the mind, and the mind's going to go, Hey, what's up here? Maybe I'm not that, and I've never been that, and I never will be that. Let's see (laughs) what... So the message is is targeted to go over your head because I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Big M Mind about a you. A you. A you. you. We are are in the process and hopefully the deprocessing of when a you has now been taken as you and then transformed into the king of all you's, me. (laughs) So we're attempting to question and dethrone the me, and then dethrone the you, and then you realize it's a you, and the a you is going to be the experience of this place. So it's nice if the a you can travel lighter, and it will travel a lot lighter when it's not a me. (laughs) And it travels a lot lighter as a you when it's not a you. I mean, the Toyota's doing great in the garage. It's only when you fucking get into it, that's where all the wear and tear happens and everything. And the oil and this, the brakes go out. You know what I mean? (laughs) So, they get it very clear, this talk has never been towards anybody. That's why the person, I hope, gets nothing. And because when the mind gets nothing, that's everything. When the mind receives nothing, that's the gift that keeps on giving. Mm-hmm. When we receive nothing, we think it's nothing, and we go out to get more nothing, you know, better nothing, you know what I mean? I'm going to go to a better teacher of nothing than this dude, you know what I mean? It's always more, better, more. But mind gets nothing, and then it cracks open, and a lot of comes out of there, you know? a huge leavening agent, and a lot of... Whatever, you'll find out. You, you know, I have total faith in this message, because when I heard it, it was like an unspoken yes. It's like in my gut. And I knew before I knew anything. Yeah? Now, it's, maybe it maybe takes time to, to demonstrate itself, but like they say, in the seed of the oak, the whole oak is there. So we already have everything there. We are, It is completely clear. Yeah? Now, in manifestation, there may be some requirements, just like with a rosebush. If you have a rose bush and it's in a dark place and it's not getting much light and not much water, it's probably not going to bloom. And if that rose bush was self-centeredness, it'd be very fucking concerned about its non-blooming. And it'd be judging with the ones it sees outside in the garden. Why are they blooming? And on and on and on and on and on. Yeah. But if you took it out and just put it into a nice pot and some light good soil, some water, it would bloom. The potentiality's there. It's not just realizing it because of certain conditions. Yeah? If the conditions change, it isn't like the, uh, a potentiality is born. It's always been pregnantly available. It just hasn't been able to find expression because of outweighing conditions. Yeah. So when those conditions are great, Things start coming. Things start becoming obviously available that seem to be far off goals that you thought you'd have to purify and work really hard to arrive at. You will realize you are the the harbinger of that. Peace of mind is of mind, joy is of mind, contentment is of mind. Awakeness is of mind. Enlightenment is of mind. In the identification as the body, we want enlightenment to be in the world and in this place. And it's not. It's not in a, It's not from in here. It's of us. As Jesus says, we're in this world, we're in this world, but we're not of this world. We bring, we bring peace here. We do not find peace here, we bring it. So, this one, the moving towards, like the, there's a chapter in the Course that says, We need to do nothing, where it goes over all these different processes meditation life, contemplation life, service life. And he says, Because the bigger mind intends it, it will work, but it's going to take a long time. And he says, if you're reading this book, maybe this book is for you, and the whole purpose of this book is to save you time, because all of it's going to end up to one realization, I need do nothing. Why not start there? The end and the start are the same. You're going to end up... (laughs) So then it's not put off to your trip, not put off to the retreat, not put off to the master showing up, or not putting off to, you know, the new framing of my old master coming home, you know, from the frame shop. It's not put off. None of it's put off. It's always available at all times, right where you are. It becomes ever-presently available because you've allowed it to be so. You've given up the fucking story about... Not Most of us don't want to be inherently okay. We, wanna, we want to be, we'd we rather I will be okay or I was once okay. Let me tell you how, how great it was when I was once okay. And one, let me tell you how great it's going to be when I will be okay. But because there's nothing to fucking talk about when you are okay. You're free from the will no was when you are okay. I mean, you're going to be like the worst client at a coffee shop because you fucking have nothing to say. You come back on a trip. What did you... What happened? Well, nothing. (laughs) Do you have any pictures? No. (laughs) Can you tell me more about it? No. (laughs) It's a clean way of going. It's like a perfect fuel... Yeah. It's no smoke and no pollution, you just travel lighter. You don't need tons of information and wisdom. You just need know what you need to know what to do next. And that's amply available. Yeah? The wisdom is empty. It's not a fucking treasure trove of wis wisdom. Yeah? It's empty. It downloads when necessary. When not, it's not as it's as if it was never there. It would be great if we could weigh space. So let's say we have about a 1,000 pounds, supposedly. But I bet you if you weighed space, the weight of space would be exactly same when you were in this room and when all of us were out of the room. We're basically totally inconsequential. We're an appearance in space. Space has not lost its uniformity. This is like a blur that's so that space can see itself, basically. So for the new people, and this gives me something to do. Bring out the big guns. Here's a said another way, which is really beautiful. This one I ran into when I was younger in India. Yes, it could have been in Indiana. Wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, it was in India. <laughs> it was in Hoboken, New Jersey. Yo. Presupposing the existence, <laughs> presupposing the existence of a non-existent thing, and then wanting to get salvation for that non-existent thing. This is the spawning, this is the inception of the mental state. It, presu- it presupposes the baby it thinks it is. It presupposes the baby that it believes it gave birth to. But there's been no birth. Like they say in Hinduism, we're all children of a barren woman. No one's been born, nothing. The mental state presupposes the baby and that's that's its act of conception. It doesn't bring anything about, but it makes it seem like it's already been so. That's how something thrives here. It has to be remembered. That's why it can only appear in time, because it's a product of time. It has to be remembered, because it isn't so. When something isn't really here, the only way it can seem to be here to you and me is by remembering. We have to picture that it was here, To believe or, and then hope that it will be here, to believe that it could be here now. Isn't it the case? So the selfing is an act with time of presupposing a non existent thing and allowing that to become the new established reference, which is called self centeredness. And now everything that comes out and goes in stops at that toll booth. You believe, although when consciousness moves through this, as it moves through the mental state, mental state says, "I'm conscious, seeing, I'm seeing, hearing, I'm hearing." All right, and then stuff coming in. Every the mental state believes it's happening to it. So here's life is just happening, but from the mental state's point of view, life's mm-hmm. happening to me. So now it's it's. It's interpreting both flows. The expression and the, you know, the injection, let's say. Going out, in, out, in. It's, it's pay, you're paying a toll all day. Yeah? You lose the sense of what you are by thinking you are that. I'm the one who's conscious. You lose the total sense of consciousness. I'm the one who's seeing. You lose the total sense of seeing. Life's happening to me, you lose the you lose the total sense of life is happening. Totally. It's all been and it just it doesn't do anything. It just captures it right there as it's going out and as it's coming in. It only has one toll. One toll. Life is totally, completely just happening. But when it walks, when it gets sucked into this, and through this little sieve or toll booth, it's interpreted as life's happening to me. And then there's all there is is consciousness or awareness, and then when it's moving through this, it gets claimed, and now I'm, I, I'm not as aware as I could be. Mm-hmm. I need to become more conscious. I'm, I'm, I have, he has more consciousness than I... What's I have less consciousness than Steve. Fuck, who would have thought? Steve's an asshole. You know, all this happens. You have nothing to do with this, yet now you now you're in a position of believing you're doing it, and you really have nothing to do with what's coming either. It's incredible. So here he goes again. You don't have to come back, Z anymore, because I'm not I'm not changing this for a while. (laughs) Because what's the point? <laughs> now, listen, if you were a carpenter and you could demolish a house by pulling out one nail, why would you go pulling out 150 nails? If you found the centric point and you could pull it out, why, why, why go anywhere else? Anywhere else would be building another imaginary house. So you can, you can say, I found a second. Nail. No, there ain't no second nail. There isn't a nail. (laughs) We're the seeming nail. That's why it says in recovery, self can't get out of self. The nail cannot take the nail out. (laughs) That's the nail being in. The feeling of being in the nail is trying to take the nail out. Self trying to get out of self is the production of self. That's its production. This isn't a one-man play. It's a dualistic one. The inness is verified by the drive to get out. The imaginary in is totally dependent on the moving out, away from, to have the sense of reality. If there was no movement away, it would be obvious very clearly, very quickly, there was no in. But the in... Gets a sense of relevance by the moving out. When the reality moves out from some imaginary place, that gives a reality to the imaginary place because you're the reality. So if you take something to be so, it seems to be so. It's a little trick, but it's like they sit, they talk about fractals and you know, physics, everything is fractals, everything is based on this one dualistic movement. The verification of the in is a moving away from it. The drive to get out is the quote-unquote reality of the in. In pure acceptance, there is no in and out, and then there's peace. We found that the hard way in AA. They say acceptance is it for all our problems. Exactly. When that which is truly all there is stays neutral, it doesn't polarize the opposites. It's when we pick up a charge, we make one and the other seem so. But we, if we stay as the, neutral, the neutrality, it's obvious that they're pregnantly possible, but they're not firing anymore because they need us to believe it. We're the power source. When the power is cut off, it doesn't mean the power is cut off. It's now in idol, which is ever-present stillness. That neutral point is it. In manifestation, that neutral point entering the fray produces the opposites. When you take yourself out of the equation, the equations make incredible sense. <laughs> I mean, we've been i mean stubbornly holding on to a mathematical system with the primary number one. We don't realize the primary number is zero. Zero is the primary number. When you, lose, when you forget yourself, you're fucking reborn. It's in self-forgetting or to study Buddhism is to study the self to study the self is to forget the self now the charge isn't going one to the other producing the reality through the tension of the two, en- of the two seeming energies it's like the yin and yang thing but the yin and yang is preceded by that which cannot be described or talked about then there's the play of yin and yang. Yeah. Do you think we come after the birth of yin and yang or are we prior to it all? That's the path. One path sees you as after and now is a way we have to go look and get and retrieve and purify and attempt to arrive at that which we've never left or... There's a sense that, hey, I'm not that, that is so damn sure it has to keep looking for the truth. Maybe I'm not that, and then you find yourself as the object of what you were looking for, but not as an object. You find yourself as the scene, not as, oh, I finally got a glimpse of the seer. No! (laughs) You, You realize you're the scene. I'm better than a sleeping pill. A sleeping yeah. pill. <laughs> Time the wild beast. Yes. Uh, Ted's a wild beast. Fun. Now you can go pet Ted. He's calm. He's calm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Someone got an incredible peace. Maybe not Ted, but some of us. Uh. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give you another one. Because he goes, when your practices themselves... Yeah. This is important, you know, yeah. here. When your practices themselves... It an important, fuck it. <laughs> it's a serenade, but let's go. Let's keep it up. You know? Hey! <laughs> it really doesn't matter. It's all just going to do what it wants to do anyway. <laughs> so when, when your practices themselves become a means of giving life to the non-existent ego. The non-existent thing. I don't like the word ego because when people talk about ego, there's a feeling, I have an ego. What's that that has an ego? To me, that's the bonding thing, not the ego. Yeah, That which thinks it can lose an ego or has an ego, that's the self thing. Ego is just like a smokescreen, really. That's the selfing objectifying itself and then trying to get rid of it. <laughs> I've recognized, what's my problem? It's the ego. <laughs> no, it's the one who has the ego. <laughs> so when your practices themselves become a means of giving life to the non-existent thing, how can they destroy it? It's the simple thing. How? How does that make sense? That if... Your wanting to get out of something is giving it the life of being in. How can that getting out of it destroy it? It's life of being in, when it's life of being in is based on you trying to get out of it. Yeah. I mean, that's a good one. That got me... That was like one of those wedgies, you know? Spiritual wedgies. <laughs> and they didn't let go. It's so, like, oh, there's nothing you can do. You know, you just have to sit there and let it cascade over you you know the truth, really. Let it sit there, and let and let yourself simmer in it, and sort of just don't rush to try to know more about it, just let the hit reverberate. It's like getting hit by fucking Muhammad Ali, you know, <laughs> just let it reverberate on the ropes, don't you know? <laughs> you know? Really. <laughs> That's entertaining. Entertaining is you're the additive of any great statement you've ever run into. You're the life breather of every great statement that you've ever run into. You're the one that extends its meaning by entertaining. So here he goes, so to try to destroy this non-existent thing by practices is to be just like a thief turning himself into a policeman to catch the thief Who is none other but himself. So, in a sense, this would be like the triple negation of Buddhism. Policemen, thief, policemen, all of them are negated. There was no thief, therefore, there is no policeman, and then there was no thief. Either. All of them negate. And what are you left with? Exactly what's been here the whole time. And I'm telling you. When it dawns on you, it really is not like, oh, it was finally vanquished, it was, it never existed, it's never going to exist, you know, it's a complete blanket, all comprehensive statement. That's not even a statement, it's just a recognition that it has this, this which is so has always been so, hence that which isn't so has always not been so. Then go to coffee, you know. <laughs> really? You're not gonna be called to the, the Greek courts of uh, whatever Zeus, you know, you're gonna go to seven eleven or mow the lawn or something. Or skirt mowing the lawn. Yeah, I mean it's not gonna be there may not be many rocket, you know, displays. You know, it's gonna be so ordinary, that's its value it's the ordinariness of it it's like the fish you know probably never recognizes water because it's in it all the time we're totally that space but it's very difficult to recognize it as what's not that space or seemingly not that space which is the identification or as Lusa Gadada said until you are free of the drug of self-identification and it's a drug the mental state is addicted to the idea of being a self. That's its addiction. And all other addictions are trying to get out of that addiction. That's my feeling. Every time I shot dope, I was trying to get out of that, which was identified, that's identification as self. I wanted to get out of that self at all fucking costs. And I didn't care what consequence I had to pay the next day to get out of it now. That's how fucking supremely the drive was. The in was so real to me, the out was like, I would go to such extreme lengths because of the seeming reality of the in. The reality of in, I was in a fucking vice-like grip. I believed every fucking thought as the Greek oracle. And I, would, I was like a ravenous rat trying to escape from that fucking place, and I would do almost anything: shoot coke in my neck because I thought it would get to my heart and my brain faster. Because the thing, time was the main fucking dilemma. I do not want to feel this anymore. bam oh. And it was the quickest way to produce another feeling. Yet, what happens? That fucking thing that isn't so becomes more so the more you try to make it not so. Has <laughs> it? <laughs> really? Self can't get out of self. It would have been lovely to hear all this earlier and have the <laughs> years to hear it, but then again, it had to happen. Every one of those shots had to occur because it did. So, until you are free of the drug of self-identification. Well, what is that? The drug of self-identification is like shooting up thoughts, really. And the freedom is implied by they're not your thoughts. Mm -hmm. So there's the syringe, but the my is when you put it into your arm. Before the my syringe or the my shot, It's just a syringe. It's a potential, a possibility, but it's not producing the effect it can produce. But when it's claimed as yours, that's the shooting up of the drug of self-identification. Is the my of the thoughts. Yeah? All your religions and science... And I love when they say this, because they usually have the word all in it. (laughs) All the problem, all... Everything. You know, it's very comprehensive, because they're not giving you any fucking wiggle room to get out. It's like all, everything, you know. So, all your religions and sciences, prayers and yogas, and it could probably have gone on and on and on, <laughs> are of no use to you, for based on a mistake, the identification is what you're not, they strengthen it. So, if that which you want to get out of is claiming to be the one who's trying to get out of it, you see? <clears throat> the, getting out of it are the real handcuffs. The first handcuffs you think you're in are imaginary. The second handcuffs make the, the uh, handcuffs real. You You try to get out of them, and that's the reality of the handcuffs. Now, it doesn't mean you don't move away from things. It means there's no one that moved away from anything. And there's no one that moved anywhere towards anything. That's the freedom from the self. It's not stopping an activity. It's realizing you aren't the cause or creator of the activity. That's where the freedom lies. The freedom is not about changing behaviors. It's not about shooting up the drug of self-identification or not. It's about there is no addict. There is no someone the someone is the after effect of the shooting up of the drug of identification. The feeling of being the you that did something is the after effect of shooting up the drug of self-identification. That action is not producing the self-identification. It will use any action that it uses to claim to be the actor of to reinforce the identification as the self. It's not doing and it's not doing. It's who's doing People get caught up in it. All right, they hear this. Well, I'm not going to shoot up the drug of self-identification. You already did. You're talking after the shot. You see? That's the situation. You're already under the influence of the drug and you're proclaiming, I'm not going to shoot up the drug anymore. You know, as an addict, I said that thousands of fucking times. I'm not going to do this again. Ten minutes later, I did it again. I swear I'm not going to do this. I had a guy... Very important day in his life, marriage. Yeah, and he knows me, and I was at the marriage because I was a friend of his. And he took me to the side. He says, "Paul, please do not get fucking high. <laughs> really, I'm not asking you much. It's going to be done in a couple of hours. It was in Santa Cruz. Do not get high, please. This is a big day for me and Cindy, or whatever." I swear, bro, I will not get (laughs) hot. An hour later, I'm in the bathroom, shooting up. (laughs) Because the drug was already in place. The second shot was to get relief from the first shot. The first shot was the my thoughts, the identification of self, and I wanted relief from that, and that was more important than you know, being, you know, loyalty to my friend. No, I wanted relief from that first drug, the drug of self-identification, and I thought another drug will fucking override it, which it did for like four minutes, and then it got absorbed back into the major drug. (laughs) Now I've got two addictions, and then three and four and five. I'm fucked. No one sees the first shot. They don't. They're not seeing it. They're not seeing it. We're all, it's a ritual. Just like shooting coke was a ritual. You got the spoon, you got this, you know, it was like a religion to me. Yeah, we're already devotees of the first religion, the Church of Self. <laughs> we're in the pews every fucking day singing the chorus, I me, my. Sing along. <laughs> I me, my. I me, my. You motherfuckers are <laughs> bad. bothering I me, my. If you only did what I mean, my wants you to do, we'd all be happier because I mean, my would. <laughs> <laughs> and then how the big priest, oh, yes, the priest of I mind. let's go, let's look into the history of I mind. and maybe it happened here. Fuck, you're missing the whole point, bro. You're an addict, too. <laughs> like, here, of course, we'd say unhealed healers. <laughs> They're all trying to tell me how to get off the addiction. They're shooting up Ivy My all day. <laughs> but they got a diploma or something. <laughs> I can smell their shit from a mile away. At least a junkie I can relate to better. <laughs> we're, a, we're like rats and we know it, you know. <laughs> so what is that? The self the drug of self identification is that sense of being that which precedes all actions, therefore all actions are used to imply the actor, Mm -hmm. that sense that consciousness is is also something that happens after us, that I'm the one who's conscious. That's the drug of self-identification. That I'm the seeing, I'm the hearing, I'm the feeling, I'm the hearer. I'm doing all this. That's the drug of self-identification. That sense of I, that sense of you, that claims it has tons of shit to do with things it has nothing to do with all day. And the language is its little syringe. It shoots itself up all day through the thought system. See it. All right, on that happy note... uh, Oh, this, I like this disinfectant. M- multi-surface. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not just a, any surface, but multi-surface. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, that's it, eh? Any questions, eh? We never record the questions, because they're stuck anyway. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, um, yes, honey? What's the question. But there seems very little that I can do. You say C entertain, it's very, it's like so simple that it kind of is slippery. How how would you do it? Does that make sense? Yes, it does make sense. Ask the question, maybe, who is it that's looking for a way to do it? Use the subjective questioning. I hate giving anything, but if Ramana could do it, who am I to say no? (laughs) Really. I'm tired, you know, just When that stuff that seems to befuddle you arises, ask who it is that's befuddled. You know, when people are in deep depression, they write some incredible poetry about the deep depression. The clarity of mind is right there while they're in this deep, dark place. They're seeing super clearly in a deep, dark place. The clarity of mind is always available at all times. Yeah? Yeah? It's just that we don't believe it so. And Paul, also, is it that um, they say that if you're truly convinced, if you truly believe, uh, like, you know, what you were saying, or you see your predicament, you see what you're doing, that that in itself is enough. Usually we think we need to have a plan, we need to have a, we'll have a strategy. But clear seeing, and an honest, um, unequivocal seeing of that, uh, if you allow it the time it doesn't trick well it's faith again you know when we talk about that force of mind big M mind and it's only recognized as a force in manifestation but I like to call it faith yeah so faith is going to manifest here by the vehicles put in so let's look at the two poles of duality let's say so let's say look at faith in a thought system that's a failed system so, the thoughts can be used through faith to produce effects from something that's not happening. That's a miraculous event. It's a miraculous event that you can produce a feeling and a, an attitude or an outlook or a mood that right now that's not being produced by anything that you can see, hear, feel, taste, and touch, but something that you're thinking about, like next week. That's faith, that's a force. Now, if you have faith that all that's needed is the seeing, it can be so for you. Maybe not immediately, maybe immediately, but it is so, and that's the real great news, because most of the faith we have in things is in in false things. Can you imagine if you turn that power of faith onto what's so? What could come about? Find out. That's the joy of it. Yeah. Faith is a force of mind. How can next Wednesday be more important than this day when it's not exhibiting any of the qualities of the next Wednesday yet? It can't. It's not Wednesday. Because that which is here believes that which is there and then is more important than here. So therefore, thoughts about next week can override your experience of, of, of Saturday now not because it can do it it can't it's not happening but what believes it can do it allows it to be done seemingly yes that's faith my my predicaments when i was out there were based on faith i had total belief in my perceptions that people were out to get me <clears throat> That every thought I had, I believe, was totally right on. Every thought I had about you and about me and about them, I had no debate about it. I just believed it all. And therefore, that, and it was rigid, fucking incredibly powerful faith. It produced what wasn't so to seem so, so, so real. That was all an act of faith. Our whole day right now is based on faith. It's just like gravity. No one knows. No one. They think it's the it's the steep hill that caused them to be you know tired from walking up it. It was gravity. We misplace credit. Yeah, we're blaming hills and the stairs. It was gravity. If you could just go into an anti gravity chamber, you would know what gravity is by its absence. If you can see, and it's sometimes easier to see the quote-unquote negative way, of what faith is doing to drive you crazy, then you would get the sense, and then the possibility of quote-unquote positive influences would be derived in faith. Yeah? If you could see that it's an activity now, unbeknownst to us, that's having a huge role in today, I I think it's nice to know that. You know? So then, maybe you realize this thing, you're just like, you're like that kid with the imaginary lightsaber, but it's a real lightsaber. <laughs> you're fucking shredding things up like crazy. You've got, you've got some powerful mojo going on right now. Yeah? All those little innocent thoughts, fueled by faith, can produce a huge fucking effect. Why is it that the same thoughts held in different containers show totally different effects? Because it's the container. It's not the thought. The faith is what makes it so. You're the Petri dish. Everything's cooking up in you. Everything. This is totally empowering. It's not like a new age type of empowering. It's just, realize what's so here. We're miracle workers. You and I give everything all the meaning it has. Lesson two in the course. That's a fucking... What would happen to your story of victimhood if that that landed on you? That you and I give everything all the power it has. All the meaning it has. It would be a reckoning day, in a sense at least you'd become sober about what's, hap- what's happening here. This is an event spinning out of one reality, and where that reality. Every, all roads lead to Rome. <laughs> the non-Rome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. Go ahead and to him first, because So... I actually said to one of my friends, yeah, an old friend hadn't seen me a long time. ago day on a hike, I said, "I want my old life back, or there's a part of me that wants my old life back." That's the mind coming back in the door, yeah, that door. Yes. But, so having faith in something. So i I'm, I'm going. I, I gave up my old life, which was full of conflict. But if there were good things, and if there was surf, you know, I live in Santa Cruz, I don't surf anymore, and my knee's not messed up so I can surf. Um, I don't bike anymore. I don't do... Because I kind of did see that I was getting my identity in them. Yeah, surfing. that's fine, though. But, okay, so but I've got two retreats planned this year. I spent <laughs> $1,500. But it, it gives me... I You know, I just while I was listening to this, I was thinking, well, you know, on retreat... I can see what gives me a better clarity on seeing what's not. So. so. Well, I, then take the retreat. Yeah. It's so funny how I'm drawn to say things that seem so apropos to certain people that come here. Yeah, it's not, it's not about retreat or not a retreat. Do it. If you have, if that's what. <clears throat> you laid the rules. So if you feel like you need to do a retreat, you better do it. If <laughs> you really. But, yeah, you know, and you know, my order to you would be go serve tomorrow. Just get in the water again, jump in there, give up the ideas. Of course, the mental state is going to try to procure an image, but you're not that. You can't wait for it to stop doing what it's going to do. Its nature is like snake like, it's going to bite you. Its nature is to claim, it's going to claim. You can't live in a who, hermetically sealed world where you don't do anything so that nothing can get claimed you, you'd be, that would be doing. And it would just all it needs is one thing, the blossom, its little selfiness, yeah? So you can't you can't that's not the antidote. The antidote isn't changed unless it is, you know, again. It's not in that activity, it's in who is it, yeah? So if surfing is really important to you, or skydiving or whatever, you can use that to point to who's it important to. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean, I have to stop doing that. Just see that that which thinks it has to stop has never done it anyway. (laughs) See, it's assuming to take the role, I've got to stop doing this, implies that it was doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, But it wasn't doing it. You've just gone through what you're going through as an action figure, but that life, that light isn't like a camera on a on, on a the deck of a boat in rocky oceans. It's not going like this. That's the body. Your clarity is clear as clear can be. No added or subtracted. The awakeness is prior to the seeming unawakeness. Yeah? It's not. It's not a partner to. I was unawake, and I'm awake to be unawake again. Awakeness is a prior state. What you can. What happens here? You can become awake to being awake. Yeah. By realizing, not by doing and not doing, but seeing. Hey, who is it that's doing all this? If it isn't you, you'll lose interest in the doing, and then the doing won't be used to to produce a, a strong doer anymore, because you'll be, You'll lose interest in it. Yeah. I don't care how many Pauls get built. I don't believe there's a Paul. That's where my faith rises. Do you think two million are going to convince me after I've seen a hundred (laughs) thousand? If you look close, they're all made in China. (laughs) There's no authentic doll. (laughs) That's faith. You don't need constant reaffirmation one can do. Like they say in the Great Zentry, this faith mind. Have faith in Big Young mind. Have faith that all the claiming cannot make it so. Yeah. Have faith in that. Why not? We have tons of faith that all the claiming can make it so. Let's try. You know, I, the activities don't have to stop. They just can't trigger the identification. Yeah. The plunger never gets pushed in. It's like a drug dealer constantly offering you the drug, but you abstain. Not there's no you abstaining, there's abstinence. It's just over it. It's like the problem doesn't exist for you anymore. Because it never did exist as you. Yeah, do I enjoy the retreats? I like retreats. I eat better there. I mean, I would went to this one I call it the upper middle way. It was fucking great Eagle core bathtub and bacon, three sumptuous meals a day i didn't want to leave because of the where I was staying. It was better than the room I had at the house. i live i was if that was my rent meditating I'll fucking pay that rent. It was nice. And I couldn't wait to eat. <laughs> of course it's nice. Maybe you need a break and have a, a controlled environment. Give yourself a break. Fantastic. I just fuck around with it all because I think... See, if the mental state gets an inch, it's going to add miles. It's just going to keep adding more and more miles, more and more miles, more and more miles, more and more miles Yeah. Now, you can get exhausted by all the miles and end up right where you are, or you can hear about it and maybe end up right where you are. You know, to me, it saved me a lot of travel time. You know, a lot of trips to exotic places with bad food, you know, all this. And, you know, just walk around all day ordinary dog have wins, you know. And I don't have any drive to want to go anywhere. You know? I don't want to sit... And you know I don't think this this yeah, I don't think there's more about this. I don't think you add on to this. I don't I don't believe you increase it. I don't I believe you're totally irrelevant in it. Yeah? I mean that's the great freedom is the need to the freedom from the need to be liberated, Mm -hmm. really. You just don't give a shit anymore. It's finally okay to be Paul because you're not Paul. Before I thought, when I thought I was this, it was Urban Renewal Project. Always working on it. Always having to. where did I do, all this. It was constantly, I wouldn't have done it for anyone else but me, you know. <laughs> My it wasn't me. It was like, all that got cancelled. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, and I got a huge relief. From the seeking relief. (laughs) I don't seek relief anymore. (laughs) I seek a latte once a week. (laughs) So, yeah, whatever. We're going to have a retreat. And it's just going to be a blatant hedonistic vacation. It's like, it's like seeing Paul's optional. There'll be one half-hour talk a day. <laughs> 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 he'll walk by that. will walk down the hall, knock on your door, say hello, walk <laughs> Bring your bathing suit, your snorkel equipment, your boards. We're jet skis, <laughs> and we're just going to have fun. And if you need to have a, you need to have it, have it framed as a retreat, we'll call it a retreat. But we're just going to have fun. Just go enjoy ourselves. People can't even enjoy themselves. Now they have to put a word retreat on it to make all right. But have you ever see some of the brochure for these retreats? Costa Rica kayaking. <laughs> Where's the retreat? Go to fucking Thailand and drink some lousy soup at 10 in the morning and nothing else for three weeks. <laughs> That's a retreat. These retreats now are just like club meds in a lot of ways, aren't they? Whatever. Sorry. I have a conflict of interest. I have a, a shell company, retreat shell company. I've been investing all your money in. So I'm Sorry. alright that's it I think we should cut all the questions (laughs) it ruined the whole the talk was great oh yeah that was great thanks no John B oh no, my question was going to be would you take your picture out in the evening if he had no area no no alright that's it great